Hello there. I'm Gloria Warren, and this is the Eloquent Wife Podcast, a safe space and time where we discuss all things pertaining to wifelyhood. So whether you're dealing with unforgiveness or unmet expectations, you will gain godly tips and strategies that will help to transform your marriage for the rest of your life. Let's get started. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Eloquent Wife Podcast. My name is Gloria Warren, and you are listening to episode 16, which is also the season finale of season two with the Eloquent Wife Podcast. I am so excited to have you here, and today we are going to be talking about the lost art of gratitude and what makes a grateful heart. And if this is a conversation and a topic that you feel like you need, you know, sometimes we can sell evaluate and say, Lord, I know I should be more grateful, but this or but that. But if this is something that you have been struggling with lately of having a thankful heart, a grateful heart of having, you know, just a a compassionate heart of having, you know, just a beautiful outlook on life. And if you feel like you have been in this dark place where you can't see the beauty in life again, then this conversation is for you. And I would love for you to keep listening because I believe that it's really, really going to be a blessing. So keep listening because we're getting into it right now. Okay, so hello again and welcome to the Eloquent Wife Podcast. We are in episode 16, the season finale of season two. And today we are going to be talking about the lost art of gratitude and what makes a grateful heart. I am your host, Gloria Warren, and I am so excited to have you here with me. Um, I am just really excited about today's conversation um, because I just know that God wants to unveil something to you that you may have never seen before that you haven't thought about in a long time or just something that you need a refresher on and I just love when God gives us new conversations to talk about because it only makes us better it only propels us into what it is that he has for us and If you have not done so, I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform so you can go back and watch some of our previous episodes and it will always alert you when we have new episodes that come and you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify or wherever else you enjoy listening to your podcast and even for those of you who enjoy watching the episodes you can do so by if you haven't done so subscribing to our youtube channel the eloquent wife so that you can also be notified when a new video podcast is released for my newbies welcome how are you if you are 
joining for the very first time. I'm excited to have you here and I want to say welcome again. My name is Gloria Warren and it is an honor and a privilege to have you here listening or watching with us. Um, I'd love to give to you something that I love to give to the newbies and that is my five key elements guide. And this is something that I believe every Christian wife need to access the heart of her husband. And if you are interested in this, all you have to do is follow the link that is in the description or go to gloryworn.com forward slash five keys. And you can download this directly to your phone, to your device, to your tablet, to your computer, to your laptop, wherever you would like to read it. It's a short read. It's a free PDF. And I would love to give that to you just to say thank you for taking the time to sit and to just commune with us today. So moving along, I want to go into our shout out portion that I absolutely love. And today I want to give a shout out to um, a new country that is playing the Eloquent Wife podcast, that is streaming the Eloquent Wife podcast. You all are showing up on the analytics and this portion is to just simply say, we see you and we thank you. And so this week, I want to shout out all of my sisters who are tuning in to this podcast, to the broadcast from Botswana. Yes, ladies, from Botswana. Um, the Lord has really, really just blessed this ministry with a special grace with Africa. Um, and I am just so overwhelmed by that. But as a whole, um, I am just grateful for the Lord, you know, for the open door and the open doors with this particular continent. And I just thank you, ladies, for supporting because in the analytics, there is a great 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 demographic in the place of africa and so i just say god bless you thank you for always supporting thank you for always commenting and just being there because you know it does me it it profits nothing if you know god gives me this and there's no one to receive there's no one to partake in it so Thank you, ladies. Thank you so, so much. It is greatly appreciated. So moving on to our announcements today, I actually have two announcements. I normally just have one, but I have two announcements today. And for the first announcement is I have a new book coming. Okay, let's give God praise for that. It is my self-titled ministry book, The Eloquent Wife seven keys to build a successful marriage as a godly wife i am so 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 excited about this and i have just been working on it for the last few months and i'm so excited that it's finally almost here um this book this book is my baby y'all and i just I have put my heart and my soul into this and i'm going over the edits even right now as we speak i have you know we're we not going to even get into all that, but I, I got to go and I got to read just just about the whole book to make sure that everything is the way that it needs to be. Um, 
with the re revisions and everything like that but the release date is going to be april 28th which is also the date of the conference and i am a very proactive person and everything that i do i strive to do with a spirit of excellence um and I am that one that if one word is misspelled or out of place, I cannot move forward until we get that word situated. And I say all of that to say, not from a biased place or standpoint, but from a constructive place of moving in excellence. I must say that this book is truly, truly giving me life. You know, and I was reading through the edits and I was like, okay, Jesus, I see you. Okay, okay. Cause I'm like, okay, I know that I'm, I'm not critical, but I am very, very hard and I want things to be done right. And I want things to be done in excellence. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is giving me like, this is even making me be like, okay, okay. And I'm definitely not like that all the time, but I must say that I am very, very proud. And the book is, drumroll please, going to be available for pre-order this evening. And you'll be able to go to GloriaWarren.com or you can go through Amazon to pre-order your copy. Let's pray and let's get into the topic for today. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you God for just allowing us to get to this place. Lord, I thank you, God, for allowing us to see episode 16, season two, the finale of season two. God, I thank you for what you're doing in the hearts of your of your daughters, God. I thank you for what you're doing in the life and the lives of your people. Lord, I pray that you would infuse me with your spirit, oh God. I pray that you would think through me. I pray that you would speak through me, oh God. I pray that you would have your way, Lord God, even through a podcast, Lord Jesus, so that lives will be transformed and changed. God, I thank you for being such a good father, for loving us enough to sit and to give me a word that will be a blessing to your people to help your people go from week to week to be able to stay strengthened and strong. Lord, I thank you because I know that you hold all power in your hand. And because you do, there is nothing that we face that you cannot overcome, that you cannot overtake for us. And so, God, I thank you for giving us the strength to know how to walk through it and not be so passive, God, but that we will have wisdom, tools, knowledge, nuggets of wisdom to help us to overcome every situation that we need and the power of the Holy Ghost working in us to help us to overcome the enemy who is always seeking to kill, steal, and destroy from us. And so, God, I thank you, and I pray that you will seal this word, and I pray that you will let your blood cover the airwaves, that this message will go out and reach every person that it has been called to reach in the name of Jesus from every corner of the earth, from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Lord, let the, let the angels take this message and present it and deliver it to every person that is supposed to be delivered to in the name of Jesus I pray amen 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 so let's get into the topic for today lost art of gratitude what makes a grateful heart in episode 14 we talked about gratitude and how it can be a key to marriage longevity but today we want to focus on the lost art of gratitude and when this is the case how you can begin to walk in the ways of having a grateful heart so let's get into this right now 
So first I want to start off like I love to start off. I want to give a couple of definitions to kind of just, you know, do this segue into our conversation. So what is the definition of lost? Lost is denoting something that has been taken away or cannot be recovered. The word gratitude is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for, and to return kindness. So the lost art of gratitude, what makes a grateful heart? What is the definition of heart, because we know that we have a heart that beats within us, but what is another definition that we can say for heart? Heart is the central or innermost part of something. Heart is the central or innermost part of something. Having a heart of gratitude is a hidden treasure that can only be accessed from a vessel who is willing to see the beauty in life. From all walks of life, we can learn the art of gratitude, but we must be willing to look past faults, flaws, disagreements, distractions, different points of view, stressors, to have a healthy outlook on life because we know there is always a point in time every single day that we can be stressed, that we can allow somebody's different point of view to throw us off or to allow it to make us feel frustrated or offended. But if we can get past some of these things, we can keep our heart pure to have a healthy outlook on life the way that the word of God teaches us to have. In the natural, it's a beautiful thing when you can master the art of complaining. But when we apply the word of God to our lives to meet the standard of the Lord, scripture tells us in 1 Samuel 12, 24, that but be sure to fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart. Consider what great things he has done for you. So when we consider the things that God has done for us, it should make us have a heart of gratitude. It should make us be thankful at all times. It should make us want to give God praise in spite of our situations. Because if we don't ever have anything that we face, it 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 won't allow us to build build muscle and stamina even through like the spiritual outlook, if we don't ever go through anything, we won't learn how to have stamina in God. So I wanna take a look at some things that we can do to ensure that we walk in a spirit of meekness with gratitude that flows from us. These pointers will help draw people to you and not, be like a propellant and people run from you. There are certain people who we are just drawn to because we love their spirit. And there are some people that we see and it's like, if I don't have to deal with them, 
I won't deal with them because their spirit, their attitude, everything about them just frustrates my spirit. Everything about them just frustrates my day. And so we don't want to be those type of people. There is nothing worse than being in the presence of someone who is not grateful. And as we unlock these wisdom keys for you, I pray that if you've struggled with having a grateful heart, that this will spark a new level of thankfulness in you. So the first thing that I want to look at that can help you to have a grateful heart is to master not being picky. Master not being picky. I know that is easier said than done for some people. There are some people who just see the beauty in life always. And there are some people who complain about things always. We all know those people who have something to say about everything. This person's shoes don't look right. This person's hair didn't turn out right. This person's makeup didn't look right. This person, you know, they didn't put their eyelashes on. This person got the, the wrong shirt with the wrong shoes. I mean, there's always something that can be said that somebody can complain about. But if we master being picky, and being the person who complains all the time. This can help us to have a, a, a more easier chance to have a grateful heart. Because when you are picky, a person that is picky, they are very careful or too careful about choosing or accepting things. So this could also be a synonym, fussy, choosy. So it's good for us to have standards, but at the same time, if those standards cause us to look down on people, if those standards cause us to, you know, belittle people, if those standards cause us to push people away because it is, you know, not to my liking, or if somebody is giving us something, but it is, you know, let's say somebody goes out and buys us some food, you know. We didn't have the money for it at the moment, or even if we had the, the money for it, just scratch that. If somebody gives us something and it comes from a place of them wanting to be a blessing to us and for us to be so picky to a place where, you know, we don't want to accept something that somebody spent their money on or somebody went out of their way for us. If we don't want to accept it because... You know, I don't, I don't eat from everybody. I don't accept stuff from everybody. I don't do this from everybody, you know, because I'm just, that's just me. I'm just like that. This is something that must be mastered, especially as a woman of God, especially as somebody who is prof a professed believer in Jesus Christ. Because if somebody is doing anything to be a blessing, and for me to crush it and stomp on it. And for even if it's just in the mind, we have to go to God and say, Lord, help me to master this spirit that I walk in. Help me to master this thing that I, I struggle with and I deal with that is not like you. Because it is okay to have a standard, but it's not okay to be so picky and so particular that it begins to rub people the wrong way or it hurts people's feelings or it is, you know, demeaning to people. We have to say, Lord, search my heart and make me afresh, make me new because I want to look like you. When people went to Jesus, there are people 
that went to him with diseases, but he made them feel so comfortable that even though he was the son of God, even though he was God wrapped in flesh, even though he was God wrapped in flesh, they felt so comfortable approaching him. They felt so comfortable calling his name across a multitude of people. Jesus, have mercy on me. They felt so comfortable and they knew within their spirit because they could discern him. They discerned that I'm safe with him. They discerned that if I could just get to Jesus, I can be made whole. But there are some people that if we call their names too loud or if we don't give them their proper title or if we approach them in a certain way, if we have a scar on our arms, if we have some type of disease that is that is visible, and if we were to be like Jesus, we wouldn't push them away, but we would let them come. Instead of having our nose snoop, you know how we do sometimes, instead of having this, this sour face, people should feel so comfortable approaching us. Even if we never said a word, people should feel so comfortable because our face, our spirit is just emanating the glory of God. We are living epistles. This vessel should be a vessel that Jesus can dwell in and people should be able to feel him through us if he's really in us. Mastering, mastering being picky. So the second thing that we can work towards for having a more grateful heart is to master being mindful. Master being mindful. This is the definition for mindful. It is conscious or aware of something. When we are mindful and when we are aware of something, whether it is being aware of your husband, of your children, of your friends, of your family, of your coworkers, of your boss, of your pastor. If it's you being mindful of people, then the word of God tells me that I should love my neighbor as I love myself. And I need to treat people the way that I want to be treated. If I am mindful of my actions, if I am mindful of the words that come from my mouth, if I am mindful that as a man think it in his heart, so is he. So I am mindful of even the thoughts that I allow to run past my mind because I know that if I think on this thing a little bit too much, then I will begin to take on that trait. And if I am always belittling people in my head, even if I have a smile on my face, and even if I am saying that I am with a person or I am the, or, or that I am for a person or that I love a person, but if I am always demeaning and being demeaning to them in my mind. If I am always being critical of people in my mind, if I am always being judgmental of people even in my mind, that is going to emanate from us. And we have to know, we have to know that the Lord wants to use us to draw people. And if I can't draw people because I'm always struggling with my flesh and I'm always, I'm always the person who is causing people to run away from the things of God, 
if I'm always so mouthy to where my husband does not want to come home, if I am always in this vein of being picky, critical, if I'm always in this vein, people will not want to be around us. And we must master. We must master being mindful. So I want to look at one of the last ways and one of the last things we can do to have a grateful heart is mastering, rewarding, is to master rewarding effort. Master rewarding effort. So what is the definition of reward? It is to make a gift of something to someone in recognition of their services, efforts, or achievements. So if we are very picky, if we are very judgmental, if we are very critical, it is very hard to reward people people for effort because we can't see the effort because we are so critical. Because in our minds, our minds are already filled with things that don't bring God glory. Things that is demeaning. But if I am going to master rewarding effort, then there are some things that I have to set in place even within myself, within my heart, in order to be able to tell my husband, you did a good job. Even if he didn't do everything that you wanted him to do. If I master rewarding effort, then I am making it a mission to not be critical. I am making it a mission to have a heart of gratitude that even if everything that I asked for was not done at the exact time I wanted it to be done, I am still going to be kind. I'm still going to be gentle. I am still going to say, great job. I'm still going to say thank you. Because whenever somebody does anything for us, we are not so privileged to where, where people have to do anything for us. Nobody has to do anything for us. And if people are going out of their way to do anything for us, the least we can do is have a heart of gratitude and say thank you. The Lord has not made us to be so superior to where we, we can't be approached, that we can't be corrected. If I master rewarding effort, then I have already overcome so much already. The lost art of gratitude. What makes a grateful heart? Galatians 5, 22 and 23 says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, which is patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. When you walk in the fruit of the spirit, there is no hindrance that will come to you. There is no weight that will hold you back or down because your spirit is one of excellence. There is no law for excellence. We need law in place for those who walk in rebellion, who walk in strife, who walk in hatred, because from such a people, they walk and operate 
with the spirit attached to them of lawlessness. So when the Bible says that when we walk in the freedom and when we walk in the, the fruit of the spirit. Against such things, there is no law. When you walk with a heart of gold, when you walk with a heart of purity, there is no law for you because you're walking in excellence. But when you have this, this, this heart with, filled with rebellion, that is the root of a lot of this lawlessness that we see. And I believe that as a voice, and a mouthpiece for the Lord. I believe that he is simply saying in this moment and in this time that he wants us to get to a place that as he sends us forth and as he sends us out and as we are encountered by other people, that we can truly be the voice and the mouthpiece for him so that we can draw people. When your spirit is pure, when your spirit is clean, when your spirit is cleansed, when your spirit is mature, when your spirit longs to be that which God has called you to be, it will draw people. And it's all for God's glory. It's all for his glory. So whether it is with your marriage, within your marriage, whether it is in your workplace, whether it is in your family, it doesn't matter where you go. If we can master having the heart of gratitude, we can be blessed in such a way because imagine God giving us everything that we have. Imagine him giving us our breath, our eyesight, the, the activity of our limbs for allowing our heart to beat without us even thinking about it. Imagine him doing all of this and yet we still find something to complain about, but yet there is somebody who doesn't have the activity of their limbs. And yet their hearts are so much more grateful. Imagine him saying, why would I bless you with anything else? We're praying about this stuff. Why would I bless you with anything else? When all you do is slap me in the face. When you continue to complain about what you don't have. When you have more than a lot of these people, people in the third world countries. So the lost art of gratitude. Lord, give us a heart of gratitude. Help us to be thankful and grateful in every situation because this is the will of our Father concerning us. When we go through things, it's not because God is unaware of the situation that we're going through. It is you passing through a chapter in your book to get to the next. That's it. He has to build us. And in order to build us and to make us stronger, we must go through trials and tribulations point blank and period. We will go through things in life, but the Lord has promised to not leave us comfortless. He has promised to never leave us nor forsake us. And so because he is, he will never leave us nor forsake us. Even when we feel a complaint wanting to rise up, Lord, purify my heart, Lord, search my heart and help me to think those things that are pure Lord, give me your heart. Give me your eyes. Give me your ears. Lord, give me your thoughts. Think through me, Jesus, so that I can be the person and the woman that you truly desire for me to be. Lord, I feel a complaining coming on, but I pray that you would help me bridle my tongue, God. Bridle my tongue. Lord, bridle my tongue. I know I feel like I want to say something that I shouldn't say, but Lord, help me not to speak anything that you wouldn't be pleased with. We can pray these type of prayers. We can't do and get anywhere in life without praying. 
Praying helps us to go to another level in God because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when we hear ourselves speaking positive, then we can't help but to in turn walk in that way. But when we hear ourselves speaking trash, we ourselves as a man think it in his heart. So is he. If I speak with trash, my heart is going to be filled with trash. If I speak blessings, my heart will be filled with blessings. If I speak in truth, my heart shall be filled in truth. If I speak lies, my heart will be filled with lies. And so we have to get to a place where we say, Lord, make me afresh. Lord, make me new. Lord, make me over. Because in you, I live, I move, and I have my being. So I pray that as we close out season two, that as you go, that you will begin to search your heart and say, Lord, know me. Lord, help me. If I have been in a place in a season of complaint, if I have been in a season where I haven't been that grateful, Lord, show me what, show me what you see. Show me the things that I need to be grateful for. Lord, I know it should be self-explanatory, but God, I need help in this area. And when we can explain and, and get our truth out to the Lord, and because he already knows, when we can really be honest with him, that's when he, that's when he can help us and will help us. When we feel like we we just, we're, we're the best thing since sliced bread. That's when he says pride coming before for destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall when we think that we got it all together that's when you will fall when you think that you have it all together that's when you will fall but when you make yourself low he will bring you high lord anything in this vessel that is not like you remove it and take it out because i only want to be what you want me to be and i only want to say what you want me to say and so I pray that as you go, I pray that you will go in peace. I pray that the blessings of the Lord will begin to fall on you. I begin, I pray that the Lord will begin to deal with your heart and begin to show you his heart for you, his ways for you, his will for you, his plan for you. So that even in the midst of trials, tribulations, stress, that you will still begin to say, Lord, I thank you. I will enter into your gates with thanksgiving into your courts with praise always 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 so until next season i pray that you would go in peace for those of you who are coming to the conference i can't wait to see you in fellowship with you i'm really looking forward to god doing amazing things and until our next season i will talk to you then love you much and bye bye
pray you enjoyed this week's episode. If this was a blessing, then you for sure don't want to miss next week's episode. So meet me here next Monday at 8 a.m. for another conversation about wifelyhood. If this episode was a blessing to you and you'd like to see it flourish, consider becoming one of our beloved podcast partners to help us get this message out to more wives abroad. If you feel compelled to partner with The Eloquent Wife Podcast, visit www.TheEloquentWife.com forward slash partner to become an official partner. With much love and grace, I pray you have a blessed week. And until next time, it's Gloria signing off. Bye-bye.